Shit.
Good morning and welcome to Destiny. Welcome to the house and we just want to say thank you for joining us today and we're just going to begin with a word of prayer. Father God, we praise you for this day. This is a day that you have made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We thank you, Father God, that you woke us up this morning. You blessed us with yet another day. This is a gift, Father God, and we shall use it to bless you, to glorify you, Father God. Lord, we praise you. We honor you. We glorify you, Father God. We don't ask you for anything. We just come to you now to say thank you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for your mercy and for your grace. Thank you, Father God, for everything that you did to bring us to this place on today. Because there is something in every one of our lives that tried to take us out and not allow us to be here. But we are here by the glory of God. Father God, so we will praise you. We will worship you. We will lift our voices. Stand to your feet and glorify your God. Lift your voices and praise him. Lift your hands and worship him. Let him know that he is the first and the most important thing in our lives on this day father God have your way in this place let Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you are welcome here come in come in Holy Spirit and have your way touch the hearts of those who are here touch the hearts of those who are listening those who will come to listen later father God but your word has no season your word has no ending your word has no no time frame there's no limit on your word and we just thank you right now father God we thank you for the word that is going to come forth on today let it feed your people oh God let it nourish them oh God let it be the meat that is needed to take them through the rest of this day and this week father God let it stir up a hunger within us Lord that makes us want to seek out your word even more to seek your face oh God let your logos word and your rainbow word come together father God for revelation and as we apply it let that revelation be unto wisdom father God as we walk out this earth the world would tell us we have no instruction manual for this life but oh I disagree we have your word father God and every time we have a problem there is already a solution made for it for father God you are the one who was who is and who is yet to come father and we thank you oh God you are God of this earth father God and we thank you that we will appropriate every bit of authority that you've given us through your son Jesus and we will claim this earth back the, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, but oh God, the violence, take it back by force. We come into this earth and we say, you cannot take this territory any longer. You cannot have our families. You cannot have our communities. You cannot have our churches. And we say, God, you are welcome in all of these places. Father God, you are welcome in us. Come in and have your way in our hearts on today, oh God. Turn these stony hearts into hearts of flesh that we are able to receive you, oh God. Let our spiritual senses be ignited and attuned to you, Father, that we may hear you. We see you. We can touch you. We feel you, oh God. And I thank you, Father God. We can even begin to smell in the spirit, Father God. And we know when things are shifting and when things are changing and we are prepared and we are ready as you lead us, Father God through your mighty, through your Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, oh God, you are glorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. You are worthy of all praise. You are worthy of all glory and all honor. And we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are ready for you, oh God. 
We are ready for you, oh God, to come into this place to have your way. Let us see you in a way that we have not seen you before. Let us experience you in a way that we have not experienced you before. And let us go out into this earth and do everything that you have called us to do, that you have predestined us to do as sons of the Most High God. We love you, oh God. We love you, Lord. We glorify you. We praise you. Lord, there is none like you. There is no God besides you, and we will praise no other God. We will put no God before you, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Let your word come alive for each and every single one of us today. Let your word not just be words on a page, but the living and breathing word of God that would come in and divide bone and marrow, Father God, unto the truth, oh God, so that we know not just who you are, but who we are in you. So that when we walk out into this earth on a daily basis, when we wake up in the morning and take care of our families, we do so not in our own might, not in our own strength, but by the spirit of almighty God that lives within us, that we are empowered by your grace to do all that we need to do in this earth. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We don't have to do this thing on our own. This is not for us to figure out by ourselves. All we have to do is cast our eyes upon you. We fix our eyes on you, and you will lead us into all truth and to all righteousness. We thank you, Father God, that you are the one who lead us. You guide us. You are the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. So we are never in darkness, oh God. We actually dispel darkness when we walk into a place. When we walk in with your spirit filled in in us we cast out that darkness and it can no longer have its way in that place i thank you right now father god and i bind up every spirit every evil spirit that will try to minister to your people on this morning every spirit that will try to cause the word to fall upon deaf ears father god i bind you in jesus name that you are no longer able to speak and i thank you that the only spirit that is allowed in here the only spirit that we have ears to hear is the spirit of god I thank you, oh God, right now that you are in this place. You are welcome here. Come in, oh God, and have your humble abode. Come in, oh God, and, and just inhabit the praises of your people. Come in, oh God, and just spend this morning, this day with us. And I thank you, Lord, that we don't have to leave you in this building. We take you with us. We take you with us, oh God, and we thank you that any time of the day or night, we can come to you, we can call out to you, we can cry out to you, we can simply have a conversation with you, our Father and our friend. So we glorify you this morning. We praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You are glorious. You are mighty, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And we will now turn it over to our praise and worship team and we will go into just to, and just let yourselves be free. Allow the spirit of David to come upon you to sing and to shout and to dance unto your Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Streets and living hearts we could dance. 
Ooh. 
We don't want to be left behind. 
Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. on the throne, blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb, sits on the throne, blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb, sits on the throne, blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb, sits on the throne, blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the
given him an offering today? Have you poured out your heart? He's worthy. He's worthy. One more time, I just want to sing blessing and honor part. I just want everyone in one unified voice. Don't just sing the words, like really, really, really put your mind into what you're saying and really give it to him. Really give it unto him this morning as a sweet offering. He deserves it. He can't help but come when he hears that. It's that rightful place. We're putting him in his rightful place and he can't help but just be, it's like a magnet. He comes down to hear it and to receive it. If you want to feel him in a, in, a, in a deeper way, if you want to experience his glory and his presence in your life, give him what he deserves. Give him the worship he is due. Let's just sing that together. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. All blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne, all blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. 
in the house. Can we worship him this morning? Come on, can we give him what a king deserves? I mean, longer than a little shout. Can we give him like 10 seconds of praise? Can we just lift up a shout of praise to him this morning? Come on, holy, we love you, Lord. Come on, five more seconds, don't give up now, come on. Yes, God, we love you, Lord. Only you, God. <laughs> Only you. Oh, man. You know, sometimes I, I feel like there's some people that they, on Sunday morning, maybe they got a routine throughout the week, and maybe they wake up and they, and they worship throughout the week, and they spend time in prayer throughout the week, but maybe on Sundays, they know they're coming to church, so, so they don't do that in the morning. They don't do that in the morning. Because of that, when you come in here, it's like an engine slow to start. It's like, it's like something not moving right. See? The point is, we're supposed to worship him all day long. So if you want to see the Holy Ghost move in a mighty, mighty way, come in prepared. Don't come in waiting to receive something. Come in to give something. Come in to just continue praising him. Come in to carry forward what you were doing at your house, what you were doing in your car, and bring it into the church. Don't come in just waiting for somebody to just start you up. Because that's not what it's about. It's about worshiping him all the time, every day, all day long. Come on. Oh, Come holy. We thank you, God. We worship you this morning, Lord. You are so, so good. So good, Father, and we love you. Thank you for sitting with us, God. Thank you for, for just coming and, and just hovering over us, Lord. Father, we love you. <laughs> 
And we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy in our lives. And God, we lift you up this morning. Come on, we give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. Come on, in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, everybody says amen. Come on. One more time, let's lift up a shout of praise. Yes. Hmm. Woo, so good. So good. Come on, y'all. Hey, do me a favor. Find somebody you hadn't seen in a while. Give them a knuckle or whatever, and we'll be right back, guys. We love you. Come on, come on, good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Come on, put your hands together. Come on, welcome to Destiny Church. Come on, so good this morning. Come on, let's welcome everybody. Let's give it up for our online audience this morning. Come on, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We miss you. Uh, can't wait to get everybody back in the house. Come on, we just love, uh, love having everybody in the house. So if you're new, look, I'm Pastor DJ along with my wife Jules. We get the honor to pastor here at Destiny Church. Man, we're just excited to see what God's doing. Come on, we love our church. If you love your church, one more time. Come on, let's put our hands together. So good, so good. So uh, do me a favor. If, if you are, are new here or first time in a long time, fill out a Connect card. If you don't have one, our ushers will bring you one. Just raise your hand. But it's, a, it's just information. We just need to know you are in the house. This way we can pray for you. We can send you something in the mail. We just want to be around you, uh, let you know that you're loved, and we thank you for coming in. So, so don't hesitate. Fill that card out. Let us know you were here. Uh, we're excited about that. A couple, uh, couple announcements going on. Don't miss out. Look, throughout the whole week, Destiny Church is open. So come on in. Mondays at 6 p.m. We have our prayer night. 
we just try to get together in here and just pray. Come on, we just like to get together and pray as a family. Uh, we pray corporately for what's going on in the world and all and, and everything going on, but we also come together. We pray over the prayer request. So if you look up on the wall, we have prayer requests on this cross over here. That is our prayer wall. So put your prayer requests up there, man. Just, just nail them. It takes a, a mustard seed of faith to nail them to that cross. And then we're going to pray over them as a staff. We're going to pray over them as a church. Our prayer warriors come in here on Monday, and we're going to pray over that stuff. And then guess what? When, when God shows up in your life, a miracle shows up in your life, we need to honor that. We need to recognize that. We need to, to make that known to everybody that God is still doing miracles. He's a, he's a God of miracles, and he hasn't stopped. It just, people quit talking about it. Quit people, people quit telling people about it. So guess what? We have a miracle cross. So every miracle that happens in this house, go nail it on a miracle cross so we can talk about that, so we can honor that, so we can talk about how good our God is. Come on. It's so good. So that's Monday, Tuesdays. Come in. Tuesdays is our midweek service right here, 6 p.m. Come on. It's a little more intimate service. So what that means, there's not all the music and stuff, but we get to come in. We get to hear a powerful word of God. We get, we get to hear, uh, man, it's just a Bible study more. It really digs down. It builds a foundation. It's a powerful, powerful opportunity to ask questions and, and really grow in your walk and, and build a good foundation where God wants us to be. That's Tuesdays. Okay, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. right here. Okay, Wednesdays is this campus turns into uh, our Wednesday service. So we have student ministry going on in the sanctuary, children's ministry going on uh, with Mama Lo in the back. Man, it's just a powerful, uh, powerful Wednesday. That's why we don't have a Wednesday service like most churches because our students and our kids take over on Wednesdays. So it's, it's wonderful. Uh, Friday nights, come in on a Friday because on Fridays we have our young adults. So if you're a young adult, 18 through 28, come on. Uh, uh, Brandon and Nicole, man, they, they are doing a phenomenal job with our young adults. Don't miss out on that. Look, you can't do life alone, and I know you think you can, but you can't. Okay, nobody can from our kids all the way up, man. We, we just need to do life together. This is about doing life together and spending time with each other and growing in Christ. That's what it's all about. So, so we got to do that. We got to get together. So that's what's going on here throughout the week. A couple quick announcements, and we don't even have slides for these, I don't think. Um, but I want to make the announcement because it was my fault. I love these guys. Give it up for our production team. There you go. Ugly Christmas sweater Sunday. Come on. It's going to be our Christmas service December 20th. Wear your ugliest Christmas sweater. Come on. Come on out and uh, celebrate with us. Let's do this together. Uh, man, I just know God's going to bring a powerful message that day. And, and just come on out, man. It, it's going to be our Christmas service on the 20th. So don't feel bad if you're wearing your ugly Christmas sweater. What do you win? I don't even know. I guess you're going to have to dress up to find out. That's just how it works. So come on. Uh, well, one other thing I want to talk about uh, is uh, for our outreach. Every year we do different outreaches for uh, different ministries, and we reach out in different ways. And this year it's something completely new, something completely different than we ever done. Uh, and, th and this has been brought to me by Pastor Kevin. Uh, him and uh, Pastor Crystal, they've been together on this. They've been working with this for a long time. Uh, and this is from Pastor Mike and Lisa French. Uh, they're from Birmingham still, correct? Uh, and they actually went over uh, to Kenya, Africa, and they actually started a place called Pavilion Village. Uh, and they have a wonderful, a wonderful video out on YouTube and all over the place you can watch. But they started an orphanage. They started a school. They, they, Miss um, Lisa went over and she found, uh, as they went to do a mission trip, and she saw kids that had nothing, kids that were were sitting on the side of the street sniffing glue, and that's what they did all day. And she said, how is it possible that God will let this happen here when my kids are so comfortable and so perfect back home? 
So God put it on her heart <laughs> to start an orphanage. God put it on her heart, and, and she was like, great, but how do I do that? Well, then God made a way. Uh, God made a way, and, and there, it's a wonderful story. I don't have time to talk about it. I'll be up here all day. Um, but what they do is they have an orphanage now over there that is not sponsored by any church. So it's not supported. They just get whatever support comes in. And they have 38 um, kids over there right now, 38 kids that are in need of tennis shoes. Okay, so, so usually we give out to multiple organizations throughout the Christmas time. Today, what we have is out in the foyer, we have some red envelopes. It costs $30, $30 to get a pair of shoes for one of these kids. That's what it costs. So we're going we're gonna to pour into them. We're going we're gonna to pour into that ministry. We're going to make sure we take care of them. Um, so if you want to help with that, uh, go out, grab an envelope. Let us know. You can put it on the kiosk if you want. You can get write it on a tithe envelope. It's shoes for, for whatever. We don't care. We're going to make sure they get in. 100% of everything that's given goes directly to the shoes. This is not like there's advertising and all that. They don't do that. Okay, this is, a, this is an orphanage started by a, a church. <laughs> Uh, a pastor and his wife in Birmingham, and and they have a house and they, they built it and they, and they, and it pours into these kids and these kids don't even have the opportunity to go to school sometimes because it costs too much money, so everything that's given helps them get an education. It it helps them with what they need. So that's what we're doing this Christmas is we're gonna we're going we're going to make sure we can take care of them and honor them and and do what we can to make sure those kids at least have a pair of tennis shoes um, for this Christmas. So so I want that to be on your heart. Uh, as as we we get into this today and, and we give later on and, and all that stuff and if you can't do it today but you want to come by if there's any envelopes left um, during the week we'll have them at connection point so I'm just excited to see how God's going to move through our church what we always think is something local turns into something global come on isn't that good isn't that good when you think you have a game plan every year but God just shows up in a completely different way and says let me show you something different um, so we got to be open to that all the time. So I'm excited about that. So without further ado, um, uh, we have a powerful, powerful message today. Um, I am so thankful for this individual uh, and what he's uh, been doing and listening to God and making moves. Just when God tells you to move, you've got to learn to move. Uh, and, and we have a phenomenal word coming today uh, from Pastor Kevin. So what I want to do is I'm going to turn everything over to him. So guys, let's give it up for Pastor Kevin as he brings us a word this morning. All right, who's excited? Yeah. I know I am, but it's hard to preach after that, y'all. I'm trying not to cry, and I'm, whew, all right, mm, God is good. Oh, see, somebody knows what I'm talking about. Here we go, God is good, and all the time, amen, he is, he is. I'm going to get started with prayer. And then we're going to jump right in. I have a powerful testimony I want to share with you guys today, this morning. And then I have a word that God has given me uh, for a time like this. So let's go ahead and get started. You guys will bow your heads. Father God, we thank you. Thank you, God, for your goodness and your grace and for your love and for your mercy. Oh, Father, I thank you that you've given me this privilege to be here today. That you've given me this honor, God, in the land of the living. Oh, God, I thank you, and we worship you, and Holy Spirit, we ask that you would have your way, and would you speak to every person in this place, and would you provide for every person in this place, in the name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen, amen, amen. amen. Whew, all right, listen up, y'all, so 
I want to share my testimony with y'all about four weeks ago. And I'm going to try my best not to cry, Mama Lo. Mama Lo said, don't get up there and start blabbering. <laughs> she said, you need to be up there. You need to be strong. I said, yes, ma'am. All right, so about four weeks ago, uh, me and my family, we uh, got into uh, COVID-19, right? And we, got, we started struggling with COVID. And one thing led to another, and I ended up having uh, pneumonia. But before I knew I had pneumonia, I was laying in my bed one night, and it got pretty bad, y'all. It got pretty bad. Uh, there was a, a night where I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Uh, and I told Crystal, hey, I'm going to go and lay down. Uh, and it was like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and I'm like, listen, I have to go lay down. I have to go lay down and rest. And so I laid down, and I had to pray. There was a spiritual battle going on, and I had to pray. And I don't mean praying like you pray for, you know, your grits in the morning, y'all. I'm talking praying like my life depended on it because it did. It did. I felt like I was just moments away from seeing the Lord face to face. And I couldn't breathe. And I remember, I don't, I was in and out of consciousness and hours, uh, minutes turned to hours. And I remember finally Crystal walking into the bedroom and saying, do I need to call you an ambulance? And I was, like I said, in and out. And I just said, I remember saying something to the effect of, I'm good. And I remember saying, my soul is in agony. And I remember fighting for my life in a physical way, but more in a spiritual way. I was, ooh, y'all, I'm telling you, it was powerful. And I wasn't fighting with my natural abilities. I was fighting with the sword of the spirit. What has Pastor DJ been preaching on? I was, I was saying, Lord, your word says, far be it from you to sweep away the righteous with the unrighteous. God, your word says that there is healing in your stripes. Lord, your word says that I'm healed by your blood. And I begin to, to cry out to the Father. And I'm here to tell you today that God had delivered. Come on, put your hands together. God delivered. That night, as, after Crystal said that, and, and I said, I'm good, immediately I began to be able to breathe. And immediately my, uh, my lungs opened up, and I was able to breathe. And since, then, since that night, I haven't had any more issues breathing. Praise be to God. Can somebody give him glory in this house? Oh, thank you, God. I'm telling y'all, it is a privilege to be in the land of the living today. And then it is an honor. And as I was laying there those days, <laughs> Pastor DJ says I was uh, getting ready for this message. He sent me home to get ready for this message uh, for those three, four weeks. Um, I was listening to the word, and the Lord gave me a message out of his word. And the message comes out of Matthew chapter 3, verse 3 to 12. So if you guys have your Bibles, you want to join me today, Matthew chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. And this is John the Baptist speaking, and I want you guys to pay attention because this is powerful. This is what the word of the Lord says. It says, 
The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now here is where the Holy Ghost just dropped on me. On verse 12, this is where the Holy Ghost just dropped on me and the revelation came and this is what the Lord has for us today. This is what he's saying. Verse 12, his winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Now, before I go any further, I need you to know two things this morning. One is that I love you guys. I have missed you terribly, and I love you, and this word is out of love. I promise you guys, I love you. The word of God says that Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The higher hands don't care for the sheep like the shepherd cares for the sheep. And I said, Lord, teach me to love your sheep. So the first thing I need you to know is that I love you guys. The second thing I need you to know about this message is this message is about the spirit. Everybody say the spirit. This isn't about the flesh. This is a spiritual thing today. And I need you all to understand that and be very clear. So as I speak, I don't want you to be offended. I want you to understand that this is something spiritual this morning. Amen. And this is what, the God, this is what God told me. And it's something that Pastor Daisy, about three months ago, she woke up hearing something. She woke up hearing there's a sifting, there's a sifting, there's a sifting. And she woke up hearing this word sifting. And as I was laying there on my bed, y'all, sick, worshiping with my hands up, I heard the Lord say there's a sifting going on right now. There is a sifting taking place in the body of Christ. There is a sifting. There has never been, listen to me, there has never been a time in history, globally, where it's easy to leave the things of God. Where it's easy to fade back and no one really notices because of the pandemic. There's never been a time in history where the church globally is being sifted, separated, and it's been easy to do so. Never. Think about it. Since the time of the disciples, the gospel has been spreading and spreading and spreading, and there's never been a time globally where it's been easy to leave the things of God, where it's been easy to stay relaxed, where it's been easy to say, well, I have an excuse now. Let me not pursue the Lord. And again, this is not physical. What did I say? This is spiritual. You can seek the Lord online and you can seek the Lord in the house. This is spiritual, what I'm talking about today. And as I was getting ready for this message and thinking about everything that Pastor Daisy and Crystal, Pastor Crystal, my wife, were talking about, I 
I started getting more revelation and more revelation of what God is doing and what God is allowing to happen in his church. And you know, (laughs) this may not be a message that wins me pastoral points. I'm just being serious. This may not make you feel fuzzy and warm. I don't know. I pray to God that the Holy Spirit ignites a fire in your belly. I pray to God that my God provides for you a passion for him. If not now, when? If a pandemic won't do it for you, then when? Oh, we thank you, God. I want to show you what he showed me in Matthew chapter 13. If you guys will turn with me, Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. Oh, we thank you, God. Give me strength, oh God. This is the parable of the weeds. Listen, because this is what Jesus is saying today. Verse 24 says, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. Everybody say wheat. And went away. Verse 26, when the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. Pay attention, pay attention. Verse 27, the owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in the field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then, gather the wheat and uh, bring it into my barn. Hmm. Oh, we thank you, God. I'm so grateful for God's word, y'all. I'm so grateful for God's word. You know what I'm grateful for? That Jesus doesn't leave us in the dark. I love that Jesus doesn't leave us in the dark. I love that we're going to hear the Lord Jesus today interpret his own parable. (laughs) I just love God's word. I love it. Let's go to verse 37 now. This is Jesus interpreting his own parable. Oh, we thank you, God. This is what Jesus says. He answered, the one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The people of the kingdom. That's you and me. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is that is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then, everybody say then. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let 
them here. Whoever has ears, what does that mean? If you understand what the word of God is telling you today, then you should respond. And so the Lord was showing me that there's a sifting going on. If you don't know what that means, a sifting is a separation. They would sift the wheat. Okay, they would sift the wheat. And what that sifting did, it would aerate the flour or the wheat. It would aerate it, but it would also separate everything that's not good and good. And the Lord was showing me that there was a separation taking place. And he's allowed it to be easy. He's allowed it to be easy so that those who don't want to pursue the Lord can just go. And for those who want to pursue the Lord, they could come even closer. Because as the chaff is separated, it leaves only the wheat, only the pure, refined flour. And there's a sifting taking place. And we need to decide if we want to be the wheat or we want to be the chaff. We need to decide how we're going to live our lives. Are we going to live for Christ or are we going to live for the world? There is no in-between. There is no in-between. There's no, I'm going to serve the Lord on Sunday. And then, hey, Monday through Saturday, it's I do what I want. No, please, brothers, please, sisters, don't be like that. The only one you deceive is yourself. What did God say in the Old Testament? Be hot or be cold or I will spew you out of my mouth. We as a family need to be strong right now. For you, for all those of you listening online, you are included. You're included into this family. Remember, this is spiritual. Oh, thank you, God. The second point that God showed me comes straight out of Matthew 3.12 again. If you can put Matthew 3.12 back up there. This is what God showed me. Verse 12, it says, His winning fork is in his hand, and he will clear his what? His what? Threshing floor. Now, why do you think it says that? Because he has a threshing floor. A threshing floor is where things get smashed. A threshing floor is where things are crushed. Things don't always feel good. As Christians, you're promised hardships and tribulations. Jesus said, you will have troubles, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And Jesus is saying, and the Lord showed me that there's a threshing floor. There's going to be hardships that you have to go through. There's going to be hardships that you have to go through. You know, I I tell people this all the time. You can't have what I have unless you go through what I go through. See, we all want power. We all want to worship like like Sarah. But we don't want to go through what Sarah goes through or what Pastor Daisy goes through or what Pastor DJ goes through or whoever X, Y, and Z goes through. There's a threshing. There's a threshing that has to take place. 
And you have to be willing to walk through it. You have to be willing to endure. You have to be willing to have faith. It's not always easy. If you've been told that being a Christian is easy, somebody lied to you. They lied to you. Being a Christian is harder than not being a Christian. Like I said, I might not earn pastoral points, y'all, but it's the truth. And because I love you, I have to tell you the truth. Let's see what 1 Peter says. 1 Peter chapter 1. Verses 3 to 7. This is what it says. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power into the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse 6, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Why do you have to go through the threshing floor? God, why do I have to have marriage problems? God, why do I have to have money problems? God, why do I have to have health problems? God, why? Because it will produce genuine, Faith that will bring glory to God. Put your hand. Glory to God. Not for you, not for me, but for him. It's all for him. I was talking to um, Mama Lo this week. We are talking a couple times this week, and she reminded me. She said, uh, Kevin, she said, uh, you know, as because we talked several times even when I was sick, and she said, remember this, Kevin. She said, remember that someone is always watching. See, not only is it important to go through the threshing, not only is it important to walk through the fires and the trials and the marriage this and financial this and car problems, whatever it is, not only is it important, but it's important how, how you go through it. It matters how you go through it because someone is always watching. Your kids, your neighbors, your co-workers. Oh, I can't believe that they gave me an extra five hours. Oh, I hate this job. Someone is always watching. Well, if that's what it is to be a Christian, I'm, I'm good. It's the truth. It's the truth. I haven't always been a full-time pastor, y'all. And I've been there. I'm not, I'm not throwing stones. I've been there. I've come into work upset. I can't stand this job. I can't stand this supervisor. 
that's been me. And I've had to repent. Because that's not a Christian. You are a son and daughter of the Most High God. Your body belongs to the Most High God. Your attitudes belong to the Most High God. You bring glory and honor to your Father when you act accordingly. And so it matters how you walk through those threshing floors, how you walk through that struggle. Someone is always watching. And they care. They may not tell you that they care. They may not tell you that they're watching, but they are. And it matters. It matters just as much how you go through it. Because you can go and make it to the other side. I could have been healed from COVID and my family hate me because I didn't do nothing. I just was mad. I just screamed at them. I just went, it, it was stuck in my room for 16, 18, 20 days. But it matters how you go through it. You know what we did? We started having chapel every morning because my kids had to be home with me. So we had chapel every morning. Sometimes I couldn't even stand and raise my hands, but I raised them. I may not have been able to jump like I did this morning, but I raised my hands and I worshiped my father. It matters how you go through it. It matters how you go through it. As me and Mama Lo were talking this week, you know, she reminded me of what the word says in John 10.10. 10. And I need you to understand this this morning. I want to read it to you. If you guys would turn with me to John chapter 10, verse 10. This is what it says. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The Lord, I'm telling you, the Lord, he needs you to understand very clearly that the devil is trying to kill you. It's not an understatement. I'm not trying to sow fear into you. It's the truth. But we wake up, turn on the car, halfway down 65 before we ever pray. No, we can't do that. The devil's trying to kill you. We just came out of a series on the full armor of God. What good is it if you don't put it on until halfway through the battle? You've already, you're already injured. It's like somebody busting into your house and you have an AR-15 and you don't pick it up. You run to the front door first. What's going on? <laughs> oh, man, I'm getting robbed. Oh, too late. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. We laugh, but we do it all the time. Halfway to work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't even pray. Oh, uh, if you remember to pray, God, I just ask that you would protect us. And three times, by the grace of God, he already saved your life. And you're over here mad because you got a red light. Oh, my gosh, I'm late. I should have I should have just ran the yellow. And God's like, I just saved your life. Being for, I'm, I'm being honest. 
You know, it took me a long time to realize. Sometimes I'd get these yellow lights, and oh, I'm, I'm the worst, y'all. When I drive, I'm like, okay. You know, and, and <laughs> but it took me a long time to realize. Now every time I hit a yellow, I'm like, what? The, the light was green for like five seconds. But now every time I get a yellow, I say, God, thank you that you just protected me from something. I don't know if I would have went through this light and I would have got in a wreck five minutes down the road, but by your grace, God, I thank you. And it took me years to get that. It took me years to program my mind to say thank you, God, for when things happen that I don't like. It's a mind shift. It's a heart shift. God, I thank you for this car that's ugly and beat up. God, thank you, Father. Do you know that sometimes I drive without the heat on just so I remember? I'm serious. I'm not playing, y'all. I am not playing. This is a little off subject, but I am not playing. This is the first vehicle, this truck I have, that has ever had AC and heat. I promise you. And so sometimes I'll drive with, when it's just me, I'll drive with no heat. And just to remember, um, again, this is off topic, but I remember this interview that I watched one time about Mr. T. Does anybody know who Mr. T is? Old school. I know Mr. T. Well, the interviewer said, uh, uh, T, you got all this bling on you, all this beautiful, I mean, millions of dollars worth of diamonds, but why do you have those ugly, broke-down shoes? And T had these ugly, messed-up shoes. And he looked her dead in the eye and said, it's to remind me of where I come from. And so we need to change our minds. We need to change our perspective when things go wrong. God, thank you for this car. I may not have AC, but I have heat. Thank you for the heat, God. We need to be a thankful people in all circumstances, in the good and bad, and especially in the bad, because someone's always watching. And the enemy is always trying to kill you. Remember that. Remember that as we've come out of this series of the full armor of God and the sword of the spirit and how to pray and the belt of truth that wraps it all around. Remember, you wouldn't need armor if you didn't need it. You wouldn't need armor if there wasn't an enemy. You wouldn't need armor if someone wasn't trying to kill you. So live Accordingly, live accordingly. Every morning, as soon as you wake up, God, thank you that you've given me life and breath in my lungs. Let the first thing you do is read your Bible and not Facebook. Let the first thing you do is not scroll through Instagram, but read the good news. Thank you. I know, trust me, the teens don't, don't, don't say hallelujah either. They're like, mm, I don't know, I don't like this. I don't really like this, Pastor Kevin. But it's the truth. It is the truth. If I ask to see everybody's phone and screen time, and, and what's the first app you open every day? Some of us might be embarrassed, maybe even me. But you have an enemy, and his name is the devil. 
Hey, listen, listen to this though. Listen to this. I want you to understand this before you leave. I need you to understand this. Yes, you have an enemy, but the word of God says this. One third of the angels fell and we call those demons now, which means two thirds of the angels are still on your side. Two thirds of the angels are on your side. Two thirds of the spiritual beings in heaven, mighty warriors are on your side. They're on your side. The last thing I wanted to share with you today, I didn't want this to be a super long, lengthy message. I just really needed to say what the Lord gave me. But the last thing I need you to to understand is that we have to wake up. We have to wake up. You know, this, this pandemic has been horrible. But what you don't see is the spiritual pandemic that's going on right now. The spiritual deaths outnumber the physical deaths. I'm talking probably five to one. Horrible. So many people are dying spiritually. What did I say about this message? This is a spiritual message. So many people are dying spiritually all around you. Fear, depression, COVID. Uh, It might take me. And I'm not saying it ain't real, y'all. I was there. I almost died. But it's the fear. It's the the depression. All of it. There's so many people dying spiritually. And God, listen, I need you to understand this. God is not on the throne saying, okay, let me pour down. No, God is saying, when is my people going to wake up? When are they going to realize I gave them the full measure and power of Jesus Christ? When? The word of God says that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. Lives inside of you and me. God is not trying to find more angels to send to help. God is looking for his people. The word of God says that the earth groans. It groans. Do you understand what that means? It it groans. It needs the manifestation of the true children of God to just manifest themselves. You know why? Do you know why the earth groans? Because your words have power to bless even the land. Even the land. Your words have that much power. God, I bless this land in the name of Jesus. And it's blessed. And the earth groans. It needs the true sons and daughters of God to come forth. And the true sons and daughters of God, it's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. But we can't be the true sons and daughters of God unless we act like it. Unless we go through the threshing unless we decide that we're going to read our word and we're going to fast and we're going to pray and we're going to live our lives for him. It's all for him. Like we were worshiping. It's all for him. What did we just read in 1 Peter? It's all for his glory. All of it. Everything you go through. 
You know, I remember in Birmingham when I was uh, with Pastor Michael that you guys just heard about and, and Lisa French. <laughs> I remember cleaning the bathroom, right? So I'm like the janitor, you know, kind of I'm like the janitor. And, uh, and I remember mm, the spirit of God that would fall into that bathroom as I was worshiping and cleaning those bathrooms. See, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Well, Pastor Kevin, I'm just a teenager and I go to school. Oh, Pastor Kevin, I don't even have a job. I'm unemployed. It doesn't matter if you do it for the Lord. He will bless it. And whatever you do, it says, what is the word of God said? And whatever you do, do it as if you're doing it for the Lord. And he will bless it. And you can feel the glory of God washing bathrooms. And you can feel the glory of God fixing lunch for your kids. And you can feel the glory of God at work behind a computer screen. It does not matter. As long as you do it for the Lord. You submit it and say, God, I give you this time. I may have to crunch numbers for eight hours, but I'm going to worship in the spirit while I do it. And so we have to wake up because you're called and you're called and you're called. You are not here on accident. You are not here on accident. Well, Pastor Kevin, I'm 89 years old. Oh, Pastor Kevin, I'm seven. You are called. There's someone that you can reach that I can't reach. I'd love to go play chess, but I'm not that good at it. I don't know. I don't know. But seriously, there's someone that you can impact for the rest of their lives that I can't. There's somebody at Walmart on the cashier lane that needs to hear your words of encouragement. I don't have a ministry. You have a ministry everywhere you go. You go to Walmart, you have a ministry. You do the Walmart pickup, you got a ministry. Well, I don't even go inside. Well, you still got a ministry because they come and put the stuff in. It's the truth. You have a ministry. Everybody say, I have a ministry. Listen to me. I have a ministry. You do. Doesn't matter where you're at in life, no matter what you're doing in life, you have a ministry. And his name is Jesus and spreading him with everyone you meet. His name is Jesus and changing the trajectory of everyone's life around you because now they know you. That's who you are. You are a chosen people, the true sons and daughters of God. And we need to wake up. There's never been a time like there is right now, y'all. There's never been a time. And there's never been a greater opportunity. I tell you, look at the fields. Look all around you. So many people hurting. So many people sad and depressed and, and losing loved ones. So many. And they need us. They need us to bring them the love of the Father. So today, if you take nothing else, I want you to make a decision in your heart, in your heart, that you're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. 
that you're going to be the one. That, you know, you're going to be that person that saves another. It doesn't take much. It just takes you. Somebody get something today out of this message. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Spend some time. I have felt the Holy Spirit in this place mm, since we were worshiping. I, even before that, I have felt the Holy Ghost in this room. And the Holy Ghost doesn't just come to come. He's here to bless. He is here to give you all that you need. Today, if you don't know the Lord, I want to give you an opportunity. Probably the most important opportunity of your life. I'm going to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It means that you don't ever have to do life alone again. It means that when you die, you're going to go to heaven with the Father. And it means that one day I'll see you there as well. So if everyone can close your eyes, we're going to pray. And I'm going to ask you, as a sign of faith, if that's you today, and you want to know Jesus, I'm talking for real. You want to know him in your life as your personal God. And you want to surrender your life to him today. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand, and we're going to say a prayer. Raise your hand if that's you. From what I see, we're all Christians in this place. And since we're all saying we're Christians in this place, I need everybody to stand up to your feet. Young and old, everybody stand up to your feet. Today we're going to make a declaration to God. In the sight of all his angels, and in the sight of God Almighty on his throne, and we're going to decide together to be a church, to be a church who's willing who's willing to do his work who's willing to be threshed and to come out the other side pure like refined gold who's willing to be God's hands and feet who's willing to be ridiculed to see the glory of God descend in this place and all over this region So repeat after me, God, we ask you corporately as a church, as a family, use us as your hands and as your feet. Use us at work, at school, or wherever we may be. Use us for your glory and for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, come on.
told Pastor DJ today I wanted to pray specifically for healing. You know, if God healed me, he can heal you. The second time I was in the ER, I had a fever for days, like two, three days, and it would not leave me, y'all. It would not leave me. And what happened was I, I, I couldn't take it no more, so we went to the ER, and uh, I think it was Barbara Jack, she was going to bring us some food. And Crystal told her, well, we're not in there right now. We're, I'm taking Kevin to the hospital. And so she immediately posted it on um, uh, Women of the Word or, or something like that. I can't remember the, the Destiny Women's page. And so immediately all these people started praying for me. All these people. And by the time I got into the hospital, I was perfectly fine. I'm serious. So much so that the doctor looked at me up and down, kind of weird, like, I don't, I don't, you know, he just looked at me weird, like, you're, you're fine. Your blood works perfect. Your oxygen's perfect. Your blood pressure's perfect. Before I even got saline in my, in my veins, y'all, I was feeling 100% better. They checked my, my, they checked my blood pressure. They checked my, my uh, temperature. There's nothing wrong with me. That's who you are. That's the power you carry. And tonight, I'm sorry, today, preach that night, y'all, I'm sorry. Today, we, we're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for healing for our church, our church family, and our community. And we will see the glory of God. We will see the glory of God in this region. I declare it. We will see the news say, well, I don't know what's going on in Nataga and Millbrook. I don't know why the cases are going down instead of up like everybody else. I don't get it. But God, our God can do it. And we're going to call on the name of our Father right now collectively, not just me, you and me as a family right now. We're going to agree together in the Spirit. And that, that what that means is, is I pray you say amen. And you don't say amen just with your mouth. I mean with your soul, with your spirit, with every piece of you. You say amen, let it be. Because I want to see God stretch out his hand. And I want to see signs, wonders, and miracles, y'all. we would just believe Jesus said if we would just believe so let's pray y'all agree with me Father God we thank you in the name of Jesus God Father thank you for another day of life thank you for the breath of life that's in my lungs and in the lungs of my brothers and sisters God we thank you for you are good great and mighty who is like the Lord God Almighty? There is no one. No one, oh God, is like you. Able to save with your strong arm, God. Able to protect, God. Able to bring back from the dead, oh God. There's no one like you, Father. There is no one like you, God, and we acknowledge you today. We say you are our God. You who sits on the throne, who angels sing holy, holy, holy to. God, we call upon your name. Father, we're asking in faith, 
and in the name of Jesus and we're coming boldly to the throne as sons and daughters God we ask you right now for supernatural healing in the name of Jesus supernatural healing for our church family and everybody said and we, we're praying for supernatural healing for our church and everybody said and we're praying supernatural healing for our community and everybody said and we're praying supernatural healing for Alabama and everybody said and we're praying for supernatural healing for America and everybody said in Jesus name Father in Jesus name Father we choose we choose to be your hands and feet today. God, we love you. And we thank you that it is done. We thank you that you are stirring up the faith in each and every one of us. We thank you that you are stirring our spirits, God. Ignite in them, oh God, I pray in Jesus' name. Ignite in them passion for you like never before. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Oh, come on, give God some glory. service where we get ready to give but we get ready to worship our God with our giving if this is your first time or second time you don't have to worry about this this is for the Destiny Church family but if you want to participate amen may God bless you in a mighty way you know when um, when Pastor Elisa about these uh, orphanage. Me and uh, Pastor Crystal have been giving to them for years. Uh, but when I asked them, what can we do for Christmas? Because check this out, your teenagers and your kids have already been giving. Y'all are joining them, not the other way around. They started to give to these kids in Africa. And now it's your opportunity and privilege to be able to join us. But when I asked them, what's, what's the one thing we can do for Christmas? Well, you know, I'm, I'm over here thinking toys, maybe a TV or something. I don't know. And the man said, shoes. They really need shoes. I bawled like a little kid, y'all. And I didn't bawl because I felt bad or sad or pity. I bawled because God reminded me of where I come from. And he reminded me of where my dad came from and how my dad didn't have shoes and how he had a tape, you know, duct tape to his shoes. And he had these <laughs> super long pants that looked like a zebra because he had to keep undoing them. You know, they, they were really rolled up. And as he would grow, they would undo them. And so they looked crazy, terrible. And so God reminded me of where I come from. And it just broke me off. I sat there on that couch. I <laughs> Don't worry, I cleaned it, but I wet that entire couch off. <laughs> it's true. I cried over that couch like crazy. And I promised the Lord. I said, Lord, I said, these kids will have shoes, Father. I said, they will. 
even if I have to do it by myself, but they will have shoes by Christmas. But I'm just thankful for a church family that loves the way you guys love, that's willing to give generously as you guys give. I am thankful for you guys in this season. I'm thankful for y'all. You have no idea the joy that I feel when I think about you guys. You know, as I was sick and you guys were sending encouraging messages and praying for me, there's so much joy. And I'm grateful and thankful to the Father for all of you. So if you will consider partnering with your teenagers and your kids, there's going to be envelopes out there in the foyer as you leave if you want to fill it out. But these kids will have shoes. In Jesus' name. Let's pray and we'll dismiss. Please, if you were getting ready to give offering and tithe and you're not ready to give for the shoes, don't worry about it. someone in here that said God but what if I give what about me God says I will take care of you with my strong arm God says you will see my goodness oh God thank you for your people thank you for your people oh I just see those kids I see their joy on their faces, y'all. Oh, thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Father. Father God, we thank you. We're grateful that we get to be your hands and feet. We're thankful that we get to provide for your little ones, God. Your word says if you do it to, us, to one of them, you're doing it to me. So God, we thank you that we're privileged and we're rich in spirit, God. Thank you for the offering. Thank you for the tithes. Thank you for this special blessing for these kids. God, now, Father, I ask that you would look at our hearts. And God, I loose, Father God, blessing for your people right now in Jesus' name. Your word says, whatever I loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. God, I bind the poor mentality, God. I bind the spirit of just being poor and woe is me in this place, God. And God, I loose a rich spirit and a rich understanding, oh God. Now, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would lose healing for us, God. That you would lose blessing for us, oh God. That we may continue to bless your people all over this globe. Father, we say thank you. And we love you, God. And we thank you for your blessings. Your spiritual blessings more than anything else. 
We love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. And I bless them as they go. And I ask that you would send your angels to be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. I hope to see you next week. And if anybody needs prayer, their prayer partners will be up here as well. God bless you.